Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and Todd at TD Guardians KU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. Yes, we are here. Dairy Brothers Guardians cast Monday and off day, August 21st, Evergreen Podcast Network. And of course, waitingfornextyear.com. Matt and Todd with you after, oh, I mean, just an impressive, <laughs> uh, just, I mean, you want to talk about a just scintillating baseball being played down at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario this weekend as the unnamed team comes in and just whoops us, what just whoops our ass. Todd, I don't know how you sat through uh, Sunday's debacle. It, it's a it's an absolute embarrassment. Like I I, I got to be honest with you. I I was sitting in that game with Brooke yesterday, and cousin Matt and Jory were in town, and they I heard I saw photos. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there, and first of all, it was like really really hot it was yeah, like it was. 85 degrees and no breeze and dead and i was like yeah and the team played like i felt lethargic and <laughs> just couldn't wait for this game to be over like listen I, i'm thrilled to spend nine innings with with brooke and you know whatever uh but the the they're boring and they're bad and they have nobody who's exciting me right now and other that that can hit the pitching yes but like you look at that lineup without Josh Naylor Jose's been listen Jose will get a lifetime pass for me for signing for 200 million dollars less me than too. He and on the open market so i don't want to disparage him but, but let's he's be been pedestrian he hasn't been any good he's okay? been pedestrian since the all-star break and since the fight yep and he hasn't he's oh, he was 0 for 14 this weekend yeah um so when Jose has to do everything and then doesn't do anything, nothing happens. They can't score. No, nope. they can't hit home runs. No, nope. they don't put guys on base. And it's not like they were facing, you know, uh, 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 you know, Schilling and Randy Johnson from the Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, nice I mean, it, it was like, yeah, you know, it was it was a pathetic cavalcade of, you know, clown pitchers from the Tigers. I mean, uh, give AJ Hinch credit on one thing. He knows we can't hit lefties, so all oh, yeah. he did was throw lefties at us. We made we made Tyler Holton and Andrew Vasquez all weekend look like you're right, the nasty boys. I mean, they just came in and mowed us down. Those, I mean, Andrew Vasquez was DFA'd by the Phillies, a playoff team, got rid of a left-handed reliever a couple weeks ago, and the but, unnamed team. Well, they they love the scraps, but and those guys are coming in and you know the, the biggest problem runners. I have is they're boring. It's not fun. It's not an enjoyable watch. Like if, if I saw, and we were, you and I were discussing this, you know, over text with the executive producer, like if I saw, okay, you know, last year, all of these young guys came up and hit who you tell me right now of all of these young players who have come up, who's actually producing who n name me one. All right. Hold on. Let me, let, let me say something. Let's just go through. Let's just go through. I, I, before I do that, before I do yeah. that, let me say something. I want to put a caveat out there. I know a lot of our audience is going to send tweets to us or X's or whatever they're called and say, you guys are so negative again with the negativity. I, so I'm not going to be as negative as last week. Last week we were Debbie Downers. And, but again, 
This is how they're playing. All right. You and I have expectations. After last season, it was, oh man, the 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 plane is rising into the sky. And this has been a crash and fucking burn, people. 59 and 66 is thank the Guardians and Antonetti. And I was reading some of his quotes from yesterday, and they're little cute comments. Let me tell you something, Chris and Mike and everybody else. And I know you're listening, okay? You're lucky the Yankees suck, the Mets suck, the Angels suck, and the Cardinals suck because it's all anybody talks about. I Last night I was doing show prep and I decided I'm going to turn on the MLB channel and I'm going to turn on Mad Dog. And I'm listening to these guys on the weekends and girls. And all they're talking about is Mets, Yankees, Angels sucking, Cardinals sucking. They don't mention us. We're lucky we're in this small market and it's cute when we win because – for you and me and the, the executive producer and Zach and, and, and Jory and Matt <laughs> and, and Ags and all and cousin Steve, cousin we had expectations. Matt, cousin Matt Grossman as well. <laughs> right. I mean, we had expectations yeah. this year and this team stinks to answer your question about the young players. There's some guys I like. All right. And, the, and you can't give up on all of them because they're young, but my gosh, I mean, to answer your question, you're right. I mean, in Washington, they're going, man, Stone Garrett can really hit. On our team, I don't know. I don't know. My answer to you is I don't know. I, I mean, don't go go through yesterday's lineup, right? First of all, the four shortstop infield yesterday. I mean, it, it, it the hoarding of middle infielders was a great idea two years ago. But guess what? You held too long. And right. now you look up Freeman at third base yesterday, probably your utility guy. Rokio at short. You hope that he's the shortstop of the future. I like him. I, I'm, Andres, a Brian, I'm a Brian Rokio fan. I am too. And he's too young to be saying like, oh, he's not the guy. I mean, Hasn't we don't played, know. Right, right. Yeah, we don't know. It's so ob- jury- And go back to Freeman for a second. It's obvious, Todd, that Tyler Freeman is not in their plans. It's obvious. He never plays still. That never plays. So like. Well, he was hurt. But, so but that's he's not in their plans. Well, Let's here, he, he's not because they don't play him at short. They clearly don't value him there. I think they value him as a utility guy. But that's like it. Arias and Rokio are getting, you know, all the, the burn. Arias shit. is their guy. It's obvious they want him. They're trying so hard for Gabe Arias to succeed. And look, when he shuffles they, to his left and is a cannon for an army, you go, man, nice play. But then, you know, the other night, two on, nobody out. Vasquez can't find the plate. He's up there hacking and he chops one to short now he moved the runners but nobody can hit the ball over the fence we have 89 home runs we haven't hit the 90 home run mark it's august 21st and how many how many does like otani have matt olsen's in the 40s i mean there there are single players that have half the amount of home runs we have the the dodgers and ahmed rosario are coming to town this week they've got like close to 200 home runs we have 89 is that like a MLB low forever? Like, is it a record? It's got to be close. Well, for the for the uh, steroid live ball era or whatever you want to call Man. it. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. yes, I don't want to be super negative today like we were last week, but it, it just, it, what else can you say? But that's the what thing. Are, like, I, I agree. And, you know, you know, people were telling us both that, you know, you're not here for the negativity. And I understand that. But we're just trying to be truthful. Like you right. said, you and I had it expectations sucks. for this team. It sucks. And they've, they've totally it's very weird it's like you remember 07 
they were great. Oh eight, you're thinking they're gonna, you know, they they're, yeah. they're gonna build on it. Oh eight, they went right into the tank. Oh five, they were really good. They ended up choking that last week. And oh six, they went into the tank. Uh, thirteen, they made it to the playoffs. Fourteen, they didn't play well. You know, it, it's it's almost like when they get expectations. I, I don't know why it is it, in this, you know, basically post, you know, era of champions era. Uh, it, it's like whenever there's expectations put on them, they, they don't do it. But I just, I, I, I looked up again yesterday and it was Arias at first, Andres Jimenez at second, Rokio at short and Freeman at third, all four guys are shortstops. And I, I, I know that why they did what they did with Andres because of the Ahmed thing and whatever, but watching Rokio and Arias play short. And then yesterday, Javi Baez, who, I would say is in my top three least favorite. Oh, he's a complete of all ball. time. Right. He made two plays yesterday that Talented were unbelievable. Yeah. The, the play he made on Jose's liner to left. Yeah. Diving full stream, getting up and firing a cannon across and getting a fast runner. It's not like, you know, it's not like Hedgy was running to first. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But, but, you know, they, they, the defensive part with Rokio and with Arias will be fine. It's just, I think they're forcing Arias in now every day, which is good. They should be doing it is because they do see power in that bat. I mean, you've seen it when he does connect, you could see it. If he ever got his shit together, he could be a 25 home run guy. Why but not? Just, but it, we just, you haven't seen it yet. And, no. and again, I know they've got a, and you put this on the show sheet playing the long game they have to do it but when you strike out as and, and again you know a lot some of it, it it's everybody it's ownership it's the front office you know the other day i was listening to one of these shows and someone said something about oh yeah sean murphy i thought he was going to cleveland it's like oh golly gee we were close to sean murphy golly gee we were close with matt olson oh golly gee we were runner up for jose abreu and to have the offseason of Josh Bell and Mike Zanino just blow up in your face. Now Josh Bell, for some odd reason, is on fire with the Marlins. It, it just, it's almost like this season has just been so bad. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what they trot out. It doesn't matter who Tito brings in. You know, yesterday it's like, all right, DLS is coming in in a one-run game. He'll be fine. And he's been pretty good. And he was terrible. It's just, it's been that kind of year. It really has. Yeah. It's a lost season for sure. Oh, um, yeah. And you, and at this point, you know, you've got to start playing. I mean, they have, you, you play for next year, but this weekend, these lineups that, that, that were going on. Oh my God. They were just <sighs> yesterday. I don't you know, blame Tito for anything except. No, 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 no. I'm not blaming him, but like as a paying customer. Okay. Do I want to go and see a lineup that is basically Oscar Gonzalez hitting third, Loriano hitting, uh, hitting fourth and then a bottom four of Freeman, Arias, Zach Collins, and Rokio. I mean, that is Ooh, the Zach attack, you know. And then the day before, it's you know similar crap, and it's you know Calhoun hitting third, Oscar hitting fourth, Brennan, Arias, Bo Naylor, and Straw at the bottom of the order. And everyone has an OPS of you know under seven hundred for the most part. It's it's just it's. It's just not what we signed up for this year, no. put it that way, right? It's not, not what we signed up for. No, not, not when you win the division the year before. You bring back basically the entire team. You think you add with 
Zanino and Bell for power, which they needed. The Naylor injury has been absolutely brutal. And I'll say this, you know how we're going to find out about these kids? Like people say, oh, I'll just watch in September. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. You know how we'll know if these kids are any good or not? On the last game of the season, the game will end. They will go to Tito in the clubhouse or wherever he stands. And they're going to ask him, somebody better ask him, are you coming back next year? If he hems and haws, you'll then know what he thinks of those kids. Yeah, that's a great point. Think about that. People are going to say, well, we're going to find on the off season. No, wait till game 162. I think it's in Detroit here in beautiful Southeast Michigan, where I reside. Someone should say, are you coming back next year? And watch his answer. If he says, oh yeah, I'm in. I, Oh, if my health is fine, of course, I'm I'm there. If he starts hemming and hawing, maybe Tito doesn't think much of this roster. I, you know what? What do you think? I personally think that he wouldn't have come back. Let's say last year was was essentially what we see this year. I think he would have never have come back this year. If last year was this year? Yeah. If last year's season look in results look like what this year is, and it was... I think last year was totally unexpected and he got re-energized and that's why he wanted to come back because he thought he saw a playoff team here, but it's crashed and burned and maybe he's learned more about these guys. And I don't know. I really don't. But um, he, he was, may say Todd, Oh yeah, I'm coming back based on the pitching. I mean, like if you, that's also next true. year's rotation is going to be fantastic. Like I'm excited about the pitching to some, yeah. for someone to say, this has been an entire, it has been a disaster from a result standpoint where yeah. it's not been a disaster is we have found out, like you asked me the question about all the infielders. Yeah, I don't know. Or even outfielders, any of them. But we know Gavin Williams, Logan Allen and Tanner Bybee are the real thing. We, we've seen it. Then you throw in Curry, you throw in McKenzie. I don't know what Quantrill situation is. He keeps getting battered Meanwhile, around the minors. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. He went in his third rehab start. He gave up six runs on six yeah. hits, including three homers. But you know what? He's got a pitch. He has to because yeah, this was one of the next topics we were going to get into. I don't know if you hear this noise in the background, but they're clearly working on the side of my house right now. No, they? you're good. I'm okay, good. that's fine. So if you look down the stretch, Gavin Williams, I was listening to Hammy on the way home yesterday. And he was talking about the innings caps. And basically, Logan Allen, Gavin Williams, and Bybee are about 10 innings away from their max minor league season. Okay? So they still have – there's there's six, seven weeks left in the season. That's – you know, they they have five, six starts left in them each if they choose to go that way. Mm-hmm. Can they – they're not going to do that. So regardless of what is going on with Cal – Cal's coming back and he's going to finish out the season, the rotation 100%. Yeah. And I don't you're gonna, know what they're going to do. You're going to have to use Curry. somebody. I mean, right. Cinder, I don't know what will pitch. Yeah. But, and, and, and I forgot to put this on the, sh- on the, on the list. I do want to talk about Syndergaard. I want to come back to him. Yeah. But, but to the point. What about Sindelar? We talk about him. Syndergaard. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because you have to throw five starters out there. Correct. And it's not like, you know, they got rid of Daniel Norris, so he, and I think he was claimed by the Reds. Did I see that correctly? I did. I, did I saw he elected free agency. I did not see that he was claimed okay. today. I well, you know, if, if Daniel Norris was still here, you'd say, you'd look up and go, all right, well, we'll just waste some starts with Daniel Norris the rest of the way. Who cares? And then you'll have Cal. 
I, you know, it sounds like Quantrill, Quantrill, Cal will be in the rotation. It sounds like Bieber and McKenzie, at least Bieber. That would be idiotic to pitch. I agree, but who's going to start these games? You're going to bring up Gaddis and throw him to the Wolves? Yes. Okay. So that, all right. So let's say hypothetically, you shut down all three of those guys. Then, By, then, then by got, Williams and Allen, all that, all shut down. Have to be replaced. And that's, that turns into Quantrill, Gaddis, and who? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to pick up some, you're going to have to pick up somebody or you're going to have to bring up like Jared Eikhoff or something Ugh. just to, just to get through the games. You know, I only thought he flew in for games. Like Charles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charles Jefferson. brother. Oh my God. Sorry. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm changing rooms because they're changing drilling rooms. into the side of the house. By the way, got to give a, a Twitter shout out and a shout out to a new listener of ours, uh, Christian Sullinger. Christian and I got into a nice back and forth on the uh, the old Twitter machine uh, yesterday. Solid Guardians fan knows his stuff. Uh, he saw one of my he saw my Guardians perspective uh, response. Shout out to them as well uh, for posting all the great minor league content about George Valera. Um, so Christian Sullinger, thanks for uh, checking out the pod today. I don't think he was aware of us before, but he is now. So. Uh, there you go. A rise and grind fitness, of course, one of our sponsors, Center for Advanced Dentistry and Breaking Tea T-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy. Check out all your Guardians gear, Browns and Cavs at breakingtea.com slash dairy. Rise and grind fitness. Uh, Todd, you're yeah. there a lot. How's how's things been going? There are a lot of there every day, man. Uh, things are going even well. on Sundays. Yeah, I teach every Sunday at 1030. You should try. You should all c- come out and check it out at at, uh, at the uh, Revolution Bike Boot Camp, baby. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. What happened? There you go. Sorry. You I, there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I, t- I teach uh, Sunday mornings at 1030. That's true. We have the expanded schedule coming out Uh-oh. Uh, at the end of this week for September. We're adding some more classes in. We're adding in. We're bringing back the yoga program that we've, we've never had a yoga program. So we're bringing that in. Uh, We are bringing in a hip hop dance class, which will be cool. And then we're adding two more cycle classes on the weekends, uh, early morning cycle classes. So how can they get, how can they get a hold of you? Go to rise, R Y Z E and grind.com or check us out on Instagram at rise and grind fitness. And if you have any questions, email us at info at riseandgrind.com. I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. You know it, man. And, uh, you know, if you if you send an email in and you say that I'm a listener to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, I'll throw a free class in your account. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Sir. And, you, you know, we are very inexpensive for group fitness compared to some of the other studios in town so we're on the east side on the corner of chagrin and brainerd uh check out the website merch is coming in the next couple of weeks these we getting a freebie don't worry you know i love that i know you do no one loves rocking a freebie right now my brother <laughs> <laughs> um by the way great job by the organization let's give them props for what they did with manny ramirez this weekend um yeah i thought that was really well done I love that Hammy MCs that stuff. It was good to see Hargrove, Charles Nagy, Bayerga, a lot of the crew back. I even saw a photo of uh, Manny with Jason Grimsley and Paul Shuey. 
Yeah. Well, did you know that Paul Shuey, they so they opened up the in-stadium sports book this weekend as well. Yes. And Paul Shuey was chosen to place the first bet. Now I have no idea <laughs> how that happened. What it, it what had is he, to like, have been Phil like, Mickelson? It was it had to have been like, okay, uh, is Kenny Lofton available? No. Okay. Uh yeah, we can't ask Omar because of, he's, you know, whatever he is, allegedly. Uh, uh um, how about uh, Albert Bell? No. Uh, yeah. And they just keep going down the line. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. How about, how about Paul Shuey? <laughs> Paul Shuey uh, of uh, North Carolina fame where uh, yeah. he one listener, the Mikester called his uh, college world series game. Against oh, Princeton. there you go. <laughs> the good voice of case. <laughs> yes. No, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that they did a great job too. My favorite thing of the weekend though, was Manny's hair. Oh, he's the best. I mean, he's he's like half of his head is bald, and then he goes like, haven't cut his hair from the back of his head for about twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Where where are you on Paul Dolan getting booed? Like, if you would have been there, would that would, would you have been like, no, I would oh, not come on, let it go, or like, are you all for it? Because no, I, would I have a theory. Here I, in Detroit, a couple years ago, Sheila Ford Hamp. Uh, Mr. Ford's daughter has taken over and she got booed lustily uh, by the crowd during the Calvin Johnson ceremony. And it like woke her up to what the fans thought of her. And ever since she's been like, great. And now the fans love her. They're chanting her name at uh, training camp practices. Do you think Paul heard it and went, geez, I I gotta, no, you don't think it had any effect on him or Karen booed. He, he, the, the Dolan's cheap narrative has been going on here for 15 years. Yeah, but to get booed like that and to hear it I, from your crowd. I will say I've never heard him get booed like that before. And he's been pulled out, you know, onto the field for stuff before. I've never heard him booed like that. And I actually think it that I wouldn't have booed him. I think it's – I'm not going to say it's unfair because everyone's got a right to feel how they feel. But he's a – you know – by all accounts, a great guy, runs yeah. a great organization. Everyone who's ever worked here has had nothing but good things to say about him personally. And he's 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 getting out in a few years, people. There's another guy lined up to take it over. So just relax, you know? It's, but I will say this about the booing. I think the fans have every right to do it. Yeah. I didn't hear any uh, F chants, which is good. And you didn't hear any sell the team chants, which is good. I think for a night like that, when it's Manny Ramirez and Hammy's out there and the family, we don't need that. And that's happened in other, in other places. Uh, you know, the A's did something a few months ago where they honored a player and it just turned into a giant sell the team thing. And I know that that is yeah. a much worse situation than ours. But with that being said, for the fans to boo shows, I mean, come on, the crowd, what was the crowd yesterday announced at? I didn't see. I didn't see, but I'm telling you, I was there. I bet. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to guess at least 25,000 or at least 22, 23. I'm, I'm going to go with 23. And the answer is 26,824. I mean, they had 32. That's a good number for them. Yeah. I mean, they, had, we were good, all they had good crowds for all um, weekend. Great crowds. The entire weekend. And they're putting out a product that is below average. And that's the fans deserve better. They do. And that's what's so sad because people are actually showing up now and they're playing like garbage. Yeah. People literally, people, their numbers are, their attendance numbers from last year have got to be up. Have to be. Yeah. I mean, I go to these games. 
these Fridays and Saturdays are all sold out and the Sunday crowds are bigger than normal. And even the weekday crowds are bigger than normal. Yeah, they've done, uh, they've done good business, but now it's, it's, it's time to make the team better. And that's, that's, what's been a big disappointment and a lot of it. Yes. A lot of it is baseball. A lot of it is luck. A lot of it is bad luck, you know, the class a stuff and the bullpen, all of it, but it's another, 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 it's a wasted season. And, you know, at least if we could sit here and go, all right, on August 21st, we know it's been bad, but Hey, we know next year Valera's here. This guy's here. That guy's here. I mean, if Miles Straw is on this team next year, I don't know if I'm going to even pay attention. Yeah, you said that in the text. and I was angry. And I, I both, was angry. The EP and I both were like, there's no possible way that you're going to stop watching because Miles Straw is. I, I was very angry Saturday night because it's just, it, I, I'm just, it's been all summer of two on, two out. Here he comes. And it's he's always up result. in a big spot and he never, delivered. never, ever, ever. <laughs> and that's, Maybe it's being too harsh on the guy. He's a human being. He's a very good defender, but my goodness. I mean, just can you poke one in the gap one time? I think he's got five years left on that contract extension, by the way. <laughs> he does. The I'm contract, not kidding. I think he, I don't think I the, I don't think the contract kicks in until next year. <laughs> oh, Andres's contract? Well, he didn't earn no, that strong. contract. What about what, yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Andres and his contract doesn't oh. kick until next year because I got news for you. He's been a total dog too, and he's gotten a total. I don't free get pass. it. I don't get it. It's like I'm a huge Andres fan. By the way, no bigger Andres fan than Paul Hoynes. If Paul Hoynes writes one more time about Andres moving to short, are they really going to move Andres to short? Am I missing something here? Paul Hoynes loves no. that bit. There, there's no way. I will. I will say that he hit a ball yesterday, just foul, into the mezzanine section, into the old Pronkville. It was a serious bomb, but it just went foul. Uh, and then you texted me. I texted you about it. And your response was, we lead the league and just missed the runs. True. <laughs> Which I enjoyed. I, I think did. Andres will bounce back next year. But I do too. But a big a reason the offense has suffered, you're right, is his numbers are way down. That's true. And that long it's, swing it's, and swing at the high fastball. Ugh, it's frustrating. Okay, so here, I just looked up Miles Straw contract. Next year. He'll be 29. He's making 4.9. 2025 at the age of 30, 6.4. 2026 at the age of 31, 7.4. Team options in 2027 and 2028. Oh, okay. Eight million dollars. Those so three more years on yeah, the hook. Three more years and 17 million, uh, 18 million dollars. <laughs> 1700. <laughs> 1700 yeah so you're 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 stuck with it but here you know what let's 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 uh end on something positive if it, it, let's talk about manny ramirez for a second how do you feel now that how do you how what are your feelings towards manny at this point on manny ramirez yes i've never had a bad feeling about him ever you didn't no okay so even when, when people left, were like at the end when he was like with the dodgers and he would go mia or it was stupid stuff that happened or no, man. I mean, when you, you talk about his career in Cleveland, what what, what can you say? And you yeah, look at incredible. it now, he is exactly what this organization currently needs. Well, of to course. A they could have put him at DH yesterday and it probably, oh. probably would have gotten a hit. I mean, just, just, and you brought it up to me. Remember his 163 RBI season. Like 
Could you imagine having somebody like that? 165. 165. <laughs> that ridiculous. Even better. He, he is, yeah. He listen, you know, Albert Bell was the most feared hitter of that I remember when during that time. But Manny may be the best right-handed bat I've ever seen. I mean, he just guy was a freaking machine. He, he really was. was. And yeah. yes, was he a goofball? Of course. What I was my, my negative thing about him was that if you remember it's it, it, you know jeff it was jeff morad was his agent and you know basically you know manny wanted to be here and morad basically you know didn't let that happen and you know it happens and we know now yeah, like it happens with so many right We've and been like through. i'm not but in the moment i was not thrilled and then he was like a clown in boston and everyone was you know because he was on boston it was annoying you know like if he would have signed with say like i don't know baltimore I don't think it would have annoyed me nearly as much, but since it was Boston and he, you know, he did get his ring and he, he did say Tito really was a father figure to him. Which How about I that the other night? I mean, yeah. he thanked everybody that was on the dais behind him, but the one yeah. name he mentioned was Tito's name. Yeah. It was very impressive. That was awesome. Yeah. So good that. for Manny. And you know what? I know that the steroid guys are never getting in the hall of fame, but is, is Manny Ramirez really not a baseball hall of famer? I know. Ridiculous. I mean, come on ridiculous i hope he gets in yeah you know it, they, they did a good job with it and like i said you put tom hamilton on the mic and i like that they let manny walk in from center field that was kind of cool yeah it was very cool the whole thing was cool they they did a really nice job and i was yeah. I, 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 my boy arvin was there and he you know I, he said it was great and cousin matt was in the house for that game as well he had a good time oh yeah so I got the exclusive interview for those that don't know, or if you saw it and didn't realize cousin Matt's son, Jory was the, was the young kid who got drilled in the face by the Vladimir Guerrero line drive at the home run derby. Oh yeah. And so we had, you know, exclusive. We, we, yeah. So I, no, it's funny. Cause I said to him, I was like, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. He's like, no, I don't care. It's like, you won't put me on the pod. <laughs> it was great. Oh, geez. No, but he's, he said that, uh, you know, in the end, it was worth it because he got to meet Vlad. He got a photo, him, Vlad and J Ram. And he got to meet Cal Ripken Jr. And, uh, you know, he's got this great story and he was TikTok fame or, you know, TikTok and Instagram famous for five minutes. And it just makes for a great story later in life. But, uh, yeah, Jory, I got to give him credit for it for a 13 year old kid. He, he handled it real well. He really did. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm Pretty glad good. that the uh, MLB took care of him the next day. Um, I don't know if that'll change. I don't know if there'll be the jury rule next year <laughs> with kids in the outfield because, you know, some well, of those balls are coming out off the off the bat pretty, 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 pretty hard. It was five miles per hour, according to Cousin Matt. The hardest hit ball this year was like, you know, 125 miles per hour or something. And this one was 120 off the bat. Drilled him in the face. All right. Before we do the pitching matchups, you wanted to say something about Noah Syndergaard, who's pitching tomorrow? Yes. You know, his last start, he really struggled. And he came off, and you actually were the one that that that, that I watched the post said to me interview. first because you watched it live. Yeah. The post-game interview he gave, and I saw it, you know, online, obviously. The clips made me feel so bad for him. I know. You could tell that like He's he struggling. loves baseball. He basically was like, this is the thing I love to do the most and I can't 
perform the way I want to. And it's, it, it's, it's killing him inside. And it's, it's sad. And you're, you know, this was once a guy who was a total top prospect stud was awesome. When he first came up was dominant and, and then the injuries just destroyed what was going to be a great career. And I think he's out there searching for anything and he's trying so hard and it's not working. And you can tell that the mental side is really getting to him. And I really respect the honesty and the openness that he gave in that interview, because a lot of guys wouldn't be that vulnerable. And I got to give him credit for being so open and honest. And I will root for that guy a hundred percent. I hope he figures out a way to turn it around. I really do. Yeah. I thought he came off as very genuine. Uh, it wasn't like the questions were probing. It was just kind of like, what's going on? And he's just like, I, I'm just, you know, don't yeah. have a feel for this pitch. You have no idea how, how much I care. And, or, you know, it's his kid. Like you said, you root for a guy like that and he's going to, you know, he's going to pitch twice this week. Uh, it's not going to be an easy week for the pitchers. And this has been too bad because the pitchers are almost due to get have yeah. a couple of bad outings and they've just, they've kept the team in the game. I mean, Last Monday, you and I did the show, and we went, oh, the team scored nine runs yesterday against Tampa. Nice. They scored 15 runs all week. <laughs> Total. After scoring nine. Like, you know, it's whatever. I mean, Dodgers in for three. That means the return of Ahmed Rosario this week. Maybe oh, this yeah. is really what Jose needs. Yeah. His best Maybe friend back no in good town. Because Ahmed's not around anymore. <laughs> That's right. We could do that bit. But uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What's that? EP will be in the house tomorrow night. There you go. Uh, the Ahmed, are they going to give Ahmed like a tribute video? They might. Uh, Bobby Miller against Noah Syndergaard tomorrow, Wednesday night. Xavion Curry against Clayton Kershaw. It's always fun to watch Kershaw pitch. He's been good this year. That's on Thursday, right? That's Wednesday. Sure. And then Thursday, Gavin Williams against Lance Lynn. That's two members of a uh, 10% capacity. Who's in the tank right now, Bobby Miller go. and, uh, and Lance Lynn. And then, uh, this weekend, uh, on mom's birthday on Friday. Hey, now, uh, she's fired up. That's another topic for another day. Um, <laughs> guardians at Toronto, Toronto this weekend, uh, Bybee and Bassett on Friday, Allen and Ryu on Saturday and Cindergard and Kikuchi on sunday so some lefties being thrown at us but so that ought to be good but is that ricky bolden all year long uh right? or am i yeah right yeah that's ricky a big bolden? one yeah that's right so we're tito tito, tito all year long it's been a uh it's been a struggle man but yeah we trudge we trudge on yes we now, do now it's now it's a battle to see who finishes in second place in this god-awful division is the worst division maybe in baseball history. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, it really is. Well, you know what could be worse? We could be the Yankees under 500 with a $250 oh. million payroll. How Brian Cashman still has a job, I will never understand. He's buddies with Hal. Yeah. Not Hal Tolan, Hal Steinbrenner. <laughs> what, about, <laughs> what about Uncle Hal? It's <laughs> a good bit. All right, uh, so you will not you will not be at any of these uh, Dodger games, huh? No, I'm... You know, I, I have to travel and then take the red eye home. I could go, I could go Thursday. Oh, okay. Thursday's a day Thursday game. mayhem day game. Because I it's am taking cool. the red it's eye. It's kind of cool to see the Dodgers come to town. I, I know. I'm all for it. it. 
Oh, absolutely. I have It'll no be... issue with that. Yeah, no. You know, I'm not a huge interleague play guy, but like, you know, you get used to it now. It is what it is. And these games being shorter certainly helps. I mean, yesterday was two hours and 17 minutes. Well, that's the thing. This pitch clock is helping with attendance. And I do think all the teams getting a chance to see most of the others is helping. Like Rockies White Sox had huge draw in Denver this weekend. And those two teams. Probably all these below. Chicago. Yeah. They had huge crowds. I'll tell you what. Know. Speaking of opposing fans in stadiums this weekend lots of tiger fans really it was like it was like i'm not going to say it was as big as it was when the tigers were good yeah. but there were more tiger fans than i than i remember over the last few years mm, interesting i mean it wasn't like toronto level and it wasn't yeah. like the level but but, but it was oh level. yeah toronto sports fans are the best they're awesome yeah they travel they're loud they're into it they love their teams they do love their teams um Grady Dick, Toronto Raptors, baby. There you go. Get get that jersey for Brooke. That's right. Um, I'm going to let my daughter walk around with a Dick jersey. Great <laughs> that's idea. What I, was just <laughs> I set you up for that one. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, maybe if, if it keeps getting this bad, we're going to have to fill time with Jayhawk talk and uh, and the... Uh, and what the, about Orange talk? Yeah. What about the Red Man? Come on. Hey, I'm excited. I'm back on the bandwagon. So yeah. We'll all right, uh, that'll do it for the uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Thanks to our friends at the Evergreen Podcast Network. Waiting for next year.com. Joe G and the crew over there, thanks for uh, all housing us and uh, doing everything. We are out of room and out of here. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't come that on. bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.